From our international news desk of Farming Portal, AgriNewsNet and Red De Noticias Agricolas we recorded this audiocast for today. Russia Focus on Africa Russia's efforts to woo Africa, which started in earnest in 2019 in Sochi, were interrupted by the COVID-19 outbreak. When the world reopened from a two-year lockdown, Putin turned his focus on Ukraine in 2022. It is hard to see how he plans to increase cooperation with Africa amid a war that is unwinnable. With the West's military help, Ukraine has put up a decent counteroffensive against Russia. Still, Africa should keep its options open. Unlike during the Cold War era, it must partner countries that advance its program to defeat poverty, inequality and underdevelopment. It must prioritize pragmatism over ideology and historical solidarity. Up until now, Africa has been diffident in communicating its self-interest. It has also battled to speak with one voice on its interests beyond the African Continental Free Trade Area, a trade pact that seeks to cut import tariffs on more than 90% of goods being traded within the continent, to bolster intra-African trade. Intra-African trade is now under 15%. African leaders should also tell Putin to keep his former friend, Prigozhin, from destabilizing the continent. Last week he welcomed the military coup in Niger. None of Africa's leaders, including the increasingly irrelevant O, said a word. Since decamping in Belarus, his fighters have been idling without work. He sees Africa as a lucrative market for inciting civil wars and plundering minerals. You listening to an audio cast from our international news desk and sponsored by Kwanlim Life in South Africa. The Russia-Africa summit attracted a lot of attention mostly for wrong reasons. Other than a few bilateral engagements with African leaders, including the so-called Africa Peace Mission a month ago, Putin has stood in isolation from the world since his illegal invasion of Ukraine 18 months ago. The visit by African leaders would have given him a rare sense of relevance after a few bad months. A month ago Putin faced global humiliation when the Wagner fighters, a group of mercenaries led by Yevgeny Prigozhin, marched to Moscow. They aborted the mutiny after a deal was struck allowing the fighters safe passage to Belarus. Hopes of relevance were soon dashed. Unlike the previous Russia-Africa summit in 2019, attended by 43 African leaders, this time only 17 are expected in St. Petersburg. But which of them will take prominent speaking roles in the summit? What deals will be struck with Mr. Putin? European and US policymakers until recently saw China as their main competitor in Africa but now find themselves observing with deep unease Russia's assertive return, epitomized by the presence of Wagner mercenaries in Mali, the Central African Republic, CAR, Libya and, briefly, northern Mozambique. And of course, the invasion of Ukraine has dramatically heightened Western mistrust of Russia's ambitions around the world. Earlier this week, Mr. Putin claimed Russia had shipped close to 10 million tons of grain to Africa in the first half of this year and insisted that it was able to continue supplying the continent on both a commercial basis and free of charge. A major boost in food aid would mark a sharp change of stance from a country that has been only a marginal humanitarian donor up to now. Be aware Africa. Russia and its leaders' eyes are on Africa and they will move very fast. This was an audio cast from the International News Desk of CRA Media International in Bordeaux in France.